0: Like, oh god, that's truly terrifying. Like one day a spectral Aaron Rodgers <laughs> will appear in my window, coming to drag me away from my sins. <laughs>
1: and gentlemen, boys and girls all around the world, we bring you another ripping edition of the Dan vs. D Sports & Stuff podcast, Dan vs. D with the initials DVD, which is short for DVD player, on your player, D
2: with two E's, and normally to my right, but today he's on my left. Is we'll say it's to your radio right. Uh, it's Dan with an A N.
1: Mhm. Also, I think I messed
2: up my thing up too. <laughs> you you I messed said, up your thing up?
1: Yeah, I said like DVD, uh, DVD short for DVD player.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Dan, short for Dan.
1: But. <laughs> <laughs> like, but there's someone uh, different, like on my right here. We got we got a special guest tonight. Well, it's actually the daytime, but oh, I think it's like our first
2: like daytime stream too. Oh my god, are it we is... going? Are we going full soap? Yo, man! Daytime. This is some daytime television here on uh, on
0: DVD. But here, here's the mad hour.
1: Introduce yourself! Who are you? Who the
0: heck are you? What's up, guys? I come to you from the frozen white north. Not so frozen now, but it will be most of the time. can wake up in the morning and hear the winds howling off the frozen ice plains. <laughs> so, I'm Zach. I'm here to here on this awesome podcast. I'm here to talk about some small-town sports. Oh, man. And, and stuff. Yo, and you know what's intriguing, man? Yes. So. Well, I
2: don't actually. Z-
1: uh, yeah, that was the surprise here. <laughs> Zach, are you aware that you have a you're appearing on the thirteenth episode? <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> if, if my uh, if my counting is correct, man, like uh, it is the thirteenth episode. I am.
0: Yeah, I have a good pun there, but I like uh, the timing a lot. I listened to a. A lot of doom metal, so it works.
1: <laughs> I mean, if, if, for for the one person to think of for the here on the thirteenth episode, like it it would it, no one would come close to you, man. Like yeah. so, the the timing couldn't have been more perfect. Woo!
2: Awesome. I'm uh, glad you're here, buddy. Glad to be here, but guys, word. Uh, All right, so. It's been a little bit... It's Again, this is going to be a little bit weird because you're probably going to be hearing this a little bit, probably a week after the LeBron reaction episode, which is now month-old news. But anyway, uh, so what Still else relevant. has been happening recently? Uh, we've got... Uh, we're actually kind of getting geared up for football all f***ing ready.
1: Oh you ready for some football? And the rules that make no sense?
2: <laughs> and the ch- teams and the 80% of the best players getting injured... That hasn't happened yet. Well,
1: actually, well, you have you have your typical like torn ACLs during training camp, but the the catastrophic stuff hasn't happened yet. That'll be like week four, right? Yeah, Ho-
2: yeah. Hopefully, okay. it's not. That'll um, be that'll be when
1: Deshaun Watson goes down. Not well, please, be- not him again, please, man. He like that was like my last hope for like good football outside of like New England.
0: And I'm sure it will be <laughs> one surprise going down in like game one of the year. So, Usually that's how it happens. So, like,
1: like the, like the surprise that won't be a surprise of
2: nobody like being able to interpret the rules properly? Yeah. Man. Yeah, defenders have no idea what to do now. So they're, I guess, not supposed to hit with their helmets, but they're not supposed to do anything else either. What are they just
1: going to do, just play touch football at this point?
2: No, I think now, <laughs> now there is no... I think they just need to eliminate the tackle altogether and just have hugging. So you run up to a guy and you just hug him.
1: Well even then, like if you, you if know, your head is if your head is up, they're still gonna pill like you fifteen yards. But you hugged him when you put you
0: had your head up. So that's fifteen yards. No, but but CD, if you do that, you're still touching them, so instead it'll be a gentle pat on the shoulder and a compliment about their appearance for the day. <laughs> I, mean,
2: I mean, like, can you're we looking, just... You're looking spiffy in that uniform there, Doug. <laughs> I mean, can they just do, like... I mean, can they just do,
1: like, flag football? Because I remember, like, uh, like, my little nephew, like, uh, last year played flag football. I mean, at this point, like, might as well just do that. I mean, they'll still be, like, torn ACLs and stuff, but still, like... And that's the only solution I can come up with still, like just muddying the rules and just like making it to the point where it's just a
2: mess that no one knows what's going on. And okay, they I've really I maintain the belief that they could very easily solve the problem with the rules in the actual rule book, but I don't know how you solve the problem of just the fact that the sport is literally played at a speed that is impossible to officiate now. Mm-hmm. Other than having like the game stop for a video replay every single time, so they make sure every rule was applied correctly. Mm. It's uh, the, the old joke is that now the NFL
0: is a procedural drama. <laughs> Man. Well, I mean, I mean, hey, I've been seeing some promising things in AI research, so maybe now they'll just replace all the refs with like football. Botron four thousand, an artificial <laughs> intelligence ref system. Is, is it
2: gonna be like? Uh, Does he have like lasers for eyes? Is it gonna be
1: like iRobot? And then like one of them's gonna be like sitting across from like one of the investigators. I did not throw the game.
0: And like, I don't know. Maybe the football ref AI can have a drone that penalizes players with lasers if they played incorrectly. I
1: did not murder him. What? Like, yes, I
0: did. <laughs>
2: There's some sort of like electro shock current running through the field. And just, I mean, like, Tom Brady throws an interception. Zap. <laughs> yeah, I mean I'm sure the AI. Like zapping who, fair. Brady
1: or Zapping like the player that intercepted him? Because that could go either way. Yeah, right?
2: probably. I guess I guess it'd be more like, you know, uh, you know, like a safety leads with the crown of his helmet and uh, mm. you know, electro shock. Yeah,
1: I tell you like, if those like uh them um uh, the electric like light beam uh like goalposts like exist in like your Mad No Six, anything's possible. True. <laughs> I remember that
2: God <laughs> uh, Yeah, in that game, Zach, there was like they were trying to like predict because you, your franchise mode could go up to 30 seasons into the right. future. And so they were trying to predict like what <laughs> kinds of future technologies might be able to, like, in football stadiums. And so one of the things was laser goalposts. <laughs> <laughs> and there's just like no goalpost until you're about to kick. And then all of a sudden, bzz, it's like lightsabers. You <laughs> only well, got
1: 18 more years to go to get that because like 12 years and we really haven't gotten. Much from that, except more convoluted rules. Yeah, so it's amazing. So yeah, like if y'all gonna do that, y'all y'all got 18 more years to work on that, guys. Engineers, go ahead work on that.
2: <laughs> but uh, but anyways, besides that, um, the uh the Red Sox are kicking ass. They swept the Yankees. Sweet, sweet, sweet. We'll maybe circle back to that in a little <laughs> bit. Because, I mean, this might be the greatest Red Sox team ever. Eh? Y'all better win that chip, man. I know it's getting to the point now. <laughs> Just I like mean, with the Dodgers last year when they went on that crazy run, uh-huh. where like now if you don't win the championship, it's kind of a disappointment. I
1: mean, think of what happened with the Warriors when they blew the three one league. Oh, or the Patriots when they like went eighteen and one. Like, oh, and uh, gosh, what's with us in NFC East teams in the playoffs? We we lost to the Giants twice, and we done lost to to like the Eagles. Man, would you think? Imagine what would happen if the Cowboys made a Super Bowl and like beat the Patriots in a Super Bowl. Cal- Can you, you imagine, imagine, imagine like, that would be
2: the ultimate Super Bowl that no one would watch? Is Cowboys Patriots I just thought, the ultimate in like the just year, most obnoxious fan bases. Well,
1: that was that was the Eagles. Like the that was the Eagles and Patriots? So wasn't that like when you consider that as like being the most obnoxious like uh, Super Bowl?
2: I guess we had that conversation last year. I didn't did. really entirely. But the
1: understand Cowboys why. would be much, much worse though. Because imagine if they won that Super Bowl, and people don't even shut up when they're when they're like, achieving mediocrity. Can you no. imagine? Oh no, I
0: don't even want to think about that. That'd be like my worst nightmare. Ever. Oh, I've been to a sports bar in Texas on a Cowboys football game night. Really. Yes, oh. I'm sorry. Do not care to repeat experience. <laughs> <laughs> Out of 10 would not go back. Yo, what what year was that? Oh God, it's like was I want to see say about five years ago. Oh, so. was
1: that the Tony Romo years? <laughs> oh, no.
0: There were a lot of very large men screaming loudly. Large television. men. <laughs> I did not I was not able to enjoy my burger in peace.
1: <laughs> oh man. Was it still a good burger though?
0: Yeah, it was actually decent. I have a thing for sports bar food. It's really good. good fair. Probably <laughs> uh, sports bar burgers. Can't say anything else about other sports bar food.
2: Oh, uh yeah. Let's see. Uh, and uh one more thing.
0: Papa John, a racist. I had some pretty racist uh, pizza. I did not know it was racist until the day after I, I mean, ordered it.
1: I but. do not like. I do not condone or like the uh, the stuff he says. Like this coming from like a black man like myself, but I still like the pizza because it still got good flavor, pepperoni and spicy Italian sausage for the win. But Papa John, um, well, you need to just like bury your like. Uh, you know, he just burn a tunnel or something and just live there for a while because uh, he's already
2: been ousted, he's no longer involved with the company. Um, um, and he's now trying to like sue his way back in.
1: How are you gonna sue your way back into that?
2: Uh, to be honest, I have not been following the he be
1: like That'd be like Donald Sterling trying to sue his way back into the Clippers, man. So, arguably, he, he could sued the
2: company.
0: So, yeah. arguably, he could actually sue for unfair dismissal by the board of directors, but once you get up into that high of level, he's probably going to lose just because the board can basically, if you really examine American corporate law, board can go, you know, your socks are very ugly, so we are going to fire you with a severance package. Goodbye. So he doesn't actually have that much of a chance of getting back in, but I'm sure he'll make noise and it will make certain people happy make for sure a he, while. They'll
1: make sure he only has like he's used like most of his mana except for like one, and then I'll be like, man, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, okay.
2: We Our listeners definitely show up for a good Magic the Gathering joke every now and then. <laughs> but the, intersection, the intersection of sports fans and Magic the Gathering fans Is just... That Venn diagram is just a circle.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I I might mostly retire from the game, so...
2: (laughs) You play to win the game. Hello? If anybody tell you it doesn't matter, then retire. Get out. Dang. Anyways. uh, I sound
1: like that would be Zach's mentality if he was like a coach.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Zach, just, just very quickly, describe to me what your managerial style would be if you were the highest-paid public employee in your state, i.e. a college football coach. Would like, oh. listen, man? Well, <laughs> so, no. you're, so you're in charge of recruiting. You're in charge of Ooh. hiring and firing the whole staff. Ooh. You have a very undue amount of influence over the entire school. Oh.
0: All What's, that power? What you do to give it to Zach? Okay, so <laughs> a little bit of important background. Ooh. In college, I wrote a paper. It was describe an excellent manager uh-oh and for the paper i wrote about joseph stalin the soviet dictator so i think my ma- i would apply stalinist principles to a football team so i would myste- i would show i would have mysterious people in unmarked vans recruiting new players and definitely have a force of people spying on the opposition so i could gather more information to better win the game. What the Patriots? Oh gosh. Yeah. Oh god.
2: Oh no. Oh no, he fits right in here.
0: <laughs> and I would make sure that the upper echelons of my regime would be opaque and confusing to outsiders. Uh,
1: can I ask you something?
0: Zach? Is uh Joseph Stalling more sane than uh Vince McMahon? Ooh, so you're saying put Vince McMahon as head of a of a country as absolute dictator I don't know also, he's, God, he, no. he's done a lot Vincent done a lot of
1: despicable things with his company
0: and stuff well <laughs> so he could be like a libertarian dictator just have like a total free market nightmare state I guess that would work
1: I mean as long as he doesn't have no storylines based around like necrophilia like I think we'll be okay <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Man's done that. <laughs> 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 These, yes, a, a lot of despicable storylines. That is deeply
0: unsettling.
1: It is, and as a wrestling fan, like it's one of those things. Like I have to forget, but then like I'll go online and I'll read. Well, wasn't bad as it. Oh my gosh, did you have to remind me of that? <laughs>
2: Uh,
0: the last thing I had to do with wrestling was I was watching American Dad and the Hulk Hogan episode played, and Hulk oh. Hogan's theme song was in my head for about a week. Oh my I'm gosh, a
1: real American, I fight
0: for every man. <laughs> I would just start singing that in the car on my way to work.
1: Was that, be- you know, uh, was that before or after like the uh, was that episode before or after
0: like the uh, the whole racist incident? I have no idea. I think it's in like season seven. I just mm. sometimes <laughs> will put American Day out on repeat. So <laughs> yeah.
2: I, uh, I'm remembering a great piece of trivia I learned from the, uh, I should give credit where credit is due. It was the YouTube channel Ch- Todd in the Shadows and, uh, Apparently, that song was written by a uh, '70s rock icon, Rick Derringer. Huh? Yeah. Who was best known for his other hit, "Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo"? Hey.
1: Yeah. Yo. Uh, so, Dan, so, should we go ahead and uh, do our like, you know, initiation with Zach? Let's do it. You man. have to lick like a jellyfish stinger and all, and then all right.
0: like,
1: <laughs> and, uh. you, and you got to like gurgle like uh, a pint of peanut butter while trying to sing the national anthem. <laughs> Excellent.
0: Well, you know <laughs> nah, nah. my philosophy. I'll try anything once. Nah,
1: but no, nah, like we, um, go go ahead, take it away.
2: <laughs> we uh, we got pretty good results when we did this with uh, Casey and a couple other of our guests over the last year. So uh, just. Think back and give us just, like, whatever your earliest,
0: even tangentially related sports memory is.
1: And what you like about sports and what you don't.
0: Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So, I was really young. And I...
1: You were probably still taller than I was at that time.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> possible. I was a very tall child. <laughs> so, and, like, I found out my mom entered me in a raffle at a toy store. Wow. and. I, Was it KB Toys? I don't know. It was a local place where I was born in San Francisco, and the grand prize was a football signed by Joe Montana, yo, nineteen eighties quarterback. Oh, and I won the raffle. Get out! Yep. Dang. Do you still have that football? Yeah, it's way. It's actually in storage somewhere. But yes, is it mid condition
1: though? Is Is it? Have like bubble wrap? Yep. Oh my
0: gosh, man, that is gonna like. Yo, dude. Yeah, really. I never knew that story. I it never really comes up that often, but yeah, I have a football signed by Joe Montana. Is it gonna be like like is it gonna be like the value of like a Black Lotus? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> it's, so real, it's a neat little piece of sports memorabilia. That's really cool, Man.
1: dude. You can tell your great grandkids about how, that. About, about how were at
0: the time, like six or seven, I think. yeah so that would have been
2: what. Twenty something years ago, twenty two years yeah, ago. Yeah, twenty two years ago.
0: I can't do the math. That would have been like ninety five, ninety six. About yeah, I was born Dang. in. I was born in nineteen ninety, so it's yeah, ninety five or ninety six. Yo, huh. bad ninety
1: five is like, and that's like a little tidbit there. Like that's when they introduced the two point conversion. For for the Madden games. That's right, yeah. (laughs) I might go on. I'm a a nerd, sorry.
2: Go ahead. (laughs) No, that's all right. But yeah, so I guess just
0: kind of... Really just kind of take it in whatever direction you want. Your history with sports, your interest. Sure, so I haven't usually been that much of a sports person. I'm usually more of a much weirder things on TV sort of person, but... (laughs) I've always enjoyed watching sports with other people cuz they get really excited, so I get really excited and that's really fun. <laughs> and watching but watching sports without other people isn't that isn't usually that interesting for me. Didn't have that much of a chance to play many sports growing up cuz I went to a lot of pretty small schools, my high school Only had two sports teams and both were very bad. And I didn't want to go. Word? Just two two teams? I went to a tiny school overseas and it had a soccer team and a basketball team, and both were incredibly bad at what they did. You said overseas. Oh, Oh, wow. Right. right. Yeah, this is uh, Stuttgart in Germany.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, that's really
0: interesting. So, like, what was the athletics like? In school, like there. Huge on soccer. Soccer, obviously, it being Europe, soccer was it's the actual, yeah, number sport. one sport. I will never forget the time I watched the German and it, sorry, not German and Italian, but French and Italian World Cup with, I think it was a room full of chain smoking, espresso drinking Italians. Oh, so everyone oh God,
2: was, that was the 06 Cup. Yes. Right?
0: That oh. was a fun time, and they all. Were the most excited people about anything I have ever seen.
1: Oh, that was like uh, like Italy had won that. didn't
0: Yeah, they won it on penalty kicks. <laughs> Take me through the moment of the headbutt. Oh my god! So we're all sitting around the table. I'm like 2006. Me is just drinking a diet Coke, and all of a <laughs> bunch of family friends. That's how I knew a room full of chain smoking Italians. My family there <laughs> too long for the podcast. Have a very eccentric family. Whatever. Sweet. And so I'm watching with a bunch of them, and suddenly see we see the headbutt go down. Ooh. We don't know what's about to happen. Then boom, and the room goes wild. I see a cup of espresso like fly up. <laughs> as one of them just starts screaming obscenities <laughs> in Italian.
1: <laughs>
0: oh no. Like, the espresso up in the air? Was, was, was it hot that it on somebody? No, it just, like, goes right down <laughs> on the rug. And, like, I see... I hear more profanity in Italian. More people are pulling out more cigarettes. And they're oh. just, like, yelling at the TV and everything. For the viewers who might not know, it, way more people in Italy smoke than in America. It's just a thing. It's hmm. way more normal there than here now. So...
1: Hmm. I mean... Yeah, it's probably more normal and probably they also have like less general surgeons.
0: Yeah, probably. <laughs> but whatever. So that was an amazing that was also a pretty amazing sports experience. But other than that, I uh I haven't I'm usually not much of a team sports person. Mm-hmm. I uh ended up mostly just doing stuff like I do martial arts now. Oh, taekwondo. Dude, yeah. Man. And so that's really fun. And I Go to the gym sometimes, and that's most of my current sports. Have you like? uh
1: Have you like looked up like powerlifting or anything? Yeah, I've like, thought about trying
0: that. to do that too. I just mean, do more, a lot more lifting than I currently. That would like
1: just uh, be careful with your joints and all. But like, have you ever like looked up like online with people actually doing powerlifting?
0: Yeah, that stuff's
1: insane. It is. <laughs>
0: And then, like, I don't know, during the Olympics, I usually watch the judo competition oh. and stuff like that. Because mm, that's, that's always cool. cool. Did you watch the cup? I did not watch this year's cup.
1: Mm. Well, I watched, like, appeared, the final. It also appeared, like, during, like, you know, school hours and stuff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I was at work most of the time. And, like, I don't know, by the time I got home, I think I was watching The Expanse or something. I was just <laughs> like, eh. Yeah, it. By the way, also
2: just fail on us as a podcast for just literally not covering the World Cup at all. I mean, like, like whatever. I mean, man. The,
1: the the most one of the more predictable options like won the whole thing.
2: France, yeah, it was like the final four was like literally all European teams, and it was kind of boring. The final
1: four, it was like the final four in like uh, the NCAA tournament. You know, when Villanova was like one of the final four teams, you know they were going to win it. It was always more like France. It was like Croatia was like my only hope of like. Uh, Hey. They were fun. Um, like, yeah, they were very fun. Like, I watched them, like, from the beginning, like, from their, like, uh, the uh, the pool play to, like, the, uh, the, the all the way to, like, the round of 16 and all until and they got to the championship. I'm like, this team is really fun to watch. And then, like, they ran to like, essentially the Patriots. And then they lost. Well, Homes. that happens. <laughs> and, um, then, and then Japan blew a 2-0 lead. Well, they lost 3-2. to That all...
0: Oh, I think that happens to a lot of teams. Oh, the second play the half French.
1: It happened in like a matter of like twenty minutes of like of game time. Like how, Japan?
2: It'll never be blowing a three-one lead though.
1: Oh. T- or or twenty-eight
2: to three Man. man. But, uh so okay, so you uh so you went to high school in Germany and uh well, that's kind, of a weird, kind of a weird, crazy, soccer-obsessed sports scene there. I mean, it's, it's Germany. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I remember in college, uh, I know you're not a super big football fan, but I remember in college, you're, you're a 49ers fan, and that was right when they were really good during the Har- Harbaugh years. And there was that 2011 playoff game where someone muffed a punt against the Giants,
0: so, yeah, I guess you can't really see my face, but I have a very pained expression on my face. <laughs> I, like think of, like,
1: I like to think of, like, the uh, the game or so before that in the playoffs when, like, Vernon uh, Davis had, like, that game-winning touchdown catch. That was fun. And, like, I remember Zach, like, being happier that
0: day than, like, the one that we're trying to talk about. So Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, I'm not usually following that many sports. But, you know what, 49ers hometown team they really have a shot. So I start watching it, getting excited. Previous game, that game-winning touchdown, I'm like, yeah, this is great. Going somewhere. Next game, it's almost at the end. I'm like, come on, 49ers, you pull this off. Pull this off. It's going to be great. And then he drops the goddamn saw. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, mm. yeah, but God, God, you, Kyle Williams. <laughs> that dude is definitely not in the NFL now. Good, good.
2: <laughs> I think he probably got, probably like Brandon Bostick Probably got cut from the team after that.
0: I Ooh. hope so. I hope he is now enjoying managing an auto dealership somewhere.
1: <laughs> I mean, well, he he can make money without um uh, having the uh, uh, the CTE to go along with it. That's so true. he'll still
2: be winning. Although this is the part where we where we uh, we all remember that the league minimum is like $500,000 a year. Which is still very low for pro sports, but... And it's, more it's than Kyle Williams low. deserves. But
1: is it worth, like, you know, uh, wrecking your brain over, though?
2: For me, probably. For a year? Yeah, I'll do it. I'd take 10 years off of my life for $500,000. Yeah, I Just, would too.
1: Like, take 10 years off your life and give 10, year, 10 extra good years to your kids.
2: I could quit. I could quit my job and
0: live on that for like ten years. Mm. I'd do a lot of things. I probably you, can't you better, even say on the podcast. Just, just 500000 dollars. A just in case, though, so with the
1: whole brain stuff, you better hire yourself like a home health CNA. Wait, that's me, yo. Hey. Just hire me as your CNA. I would help you for for some of that money. I would. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But okay, so so in college, and so what are you up to now? So I got a teaching job. It's a podcast, so I'm not going to say exactly where, but small town rural Wisconsin. We're, we were we were bleeping out anyway. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. So small town rural Wisconsin. I'm not that hard to find if you put slightest effort in, which I don't think anyone will. So whatever. But that sounds like a challenge. So uh, yeah, actually, may take that out anyway, we're not li-
2: <laughs> listeners. Why don't you stalk Zach? Oh, man. Please, so Please goddamn don't. We're, this show is small enough that
0: we don't have any creepy fans, and I'd like to keep it that way. Oh, man. <laughs> so I get down to my new job, and one of the first things, a really nice building mentor, because, like, all new teachers have a building mentor. This guy's really nice, and he's like, hey, you know, something that really helps the kids get to know new teachers is you go to their sports games. I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. I'll do it. This guy's super nice. Huge baseball fan also. So oh, Nice. Um, and so I'm like, okay. And I'm like, I know nothing about the game. I know nothing about what's going on. But you know what? Sounds like the kids have fun. Mm-hmm. So I go to the first football game. It's uh, down in this really tiny town in the middle of nowhere. It's an away game. And I just drove down there. I get there. And I was really impressed. Was how excited everyone was at this tiny town in the middle of nowhere. And just the energy was so high. People were so happy about it. And the rules of football were always a tad vague to me watching the NFL, which apparently is even more so now. <laughs> but what like, is a catch? <laughs> That's the least of their worries. But, like, the game made total sense to me watching the high schoolers play. Mm. It made, like, like. Instantly, I almost figured out most of the game. Still was super confused for a little while on what the point of a down was and how what the difference between <laughs> a one and two point conversion was. But the core concept of the game made a lot of sense, watching the kids play. And it was just really neat watching the kid that you have in first period running a touchdown like ten seconds after the start of the second half. (laughs) Cause I could tell it was really funny to watch. Like I could tell the other team was thinking, oh, they're gonna do something complicated. But I could tell they all our school's team gave each other a quick look and our quarterback just ran for it. And just completely fake them out with the simplest possible move, and it man. was hilarious. Did you high
1: five that, that kid I gave out that kid a high
0: five, five. five when I saw him the next day. Good, Good man. man. He said that was their plan. They he said we made it look like we were going to do something super complicated, and then we just decided to go for it. And that touchdown took the lead, and they won that game. And they were oh, man, really hyped about it, and it was really great. And then uh, <laughs> it was, and then another really cool thing about small town sports that I saw just with football was a homecoming game. Literally half the town turned up to the football game. Mm. Shoot. It was like 50% of the town, which you know is only about 800 people, but still, it was... Half the town turned up and it was great because the kids were so happy mm-hmm. just to see everyone there for their game. I mean, that's like when
1: like the, the mom and pop shops, like the stores, like most of the town, like all the stores are closed so they could go to that oh, game. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> game night game night during the school year, most pretty much all the businesses in town shut down because everyone's <laughs> just at the games. Mm. And it's really cool because I'm in such a Real area. It's even just neat. Like if you're driving down the road and you see the stadium lit up at night, it's like this really nice, warm, inviting place that you can see from the road and know that everyone's having a really good time. Yeah.
1: dude, we need to like, we need like experience that, like, visit Zach there and just like witness that for ourselves. Oh yeah, I don't think we see that type. Well, I guess it just depends on the areas of uh, where we live at. We need to like find that specific place, but finding a small rural area that has that type of passion. I
2: mean, that sounds like it's really amazing, man. It's interesting because like, that's something that I can't really relate to, just because I was homeschooled, so I didn't really have a high school sports team. But like, I mean, like D, what was it like at your high school? I mean, people turned out for it, like in
1: like people like love their football and stuff. But for real, but like I don't think it cares. Like I mean, I don't think I pay, I didn't be honest. I didn't pay too much attention to like the percentage of people from like the town like coming to the games. But that was a pretty good turnout uh but I don't think it uh compares to like that magnitude of what Zach's talking about, like everything shutting down, and then just like people just like write almost every like at least half the town there um i didn't i didn't get that type of vibe like a good turnout, but nothing like like that
0: yeah yeah and it, just, <laughs> and it was also kind of on a like really personal note for a second, but it was really fun, like somebody was able to do. From my dad, my parents were super proud of me because I got my master's and everything. And a small thing I picked up from my dad was a hat for a hat from our school sports team because he played high school football when he was a kid in a very small rural town. So. Yep.
1: So it really hit home
0: for him. Yeah, it really hit home for him. And he was really excited to hear me go to the game and just watch the kids play. Because he said he remembered as a kid being so happy when his teachers would come and watch them play. Do you get in free? Yeah, I do. All teachers get in free. It's nice. And you know, I always try to buy like a <laughs> like a soda. Like a soda and a hot dog or something cuz the money goes to help uh some of the other programs oh, at do, the school. Do they
1: do like the 50/50 raffle?
0: They do. Oh, yes.
1: Yeah, like classic 50/50. the classic 50/50 raffle. Yeah.
0: Raffles. So
1: whatever, like, they earn there, like, you can get, like, half that pot. Like, whoever gets, like, yeah, the they, winning, like, ticket that they sell. Yeah,
0: so, like, you can buy any number of tickets. I think it's, like, a buck a ticket or something. Yeah, and yeah. half of whatever is sold goes to, I think, more school sports programs mm-hmm. and stuff. Because I don't live in a super, like, developed area. So, you know, a lot of the kids have to pay for a yeah. lot of their own stuff and everything. Jeez, yeah. And uh, the rest, so the rest, and then the rest, someone wins it and everyone's really excited. It's usually like probably 200 bucks. Yeah, or something.
1: Yeah, at least a couple hundred. It's yeah, awesome. it's
0: always a good amount. Yeah. And then uh, also, honestly, we uh, they our school is really good about that we have at least some sort of sporting, some sort of after school sports for the kids the whole year. Mm-hmm. So we have, uh, so during the kind of fall, we have football for the boys, volleyball for the girls, you all um, have cross-country or something? We have that in the spring, actually. Hmm. Okay. So we have, or not cross-country, but we have a track and field team in the spring. Oh, okay. Because, like, uh, I remember track and field would be in the spring, and, like, I had a cross-country team during the fall. Yeah, I don't think winter track I, in the winter. I just guess we just don't have enough people for that. And, yeah. But we'd have a bunch of frozen people in, in Wisconsin <laughs> if we tried to do uh, anything in the winter outside. Ooh. Cross-country would just be, like, extreme weather
2: endurance.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> would that be on, you know, like, ESPN, the old show? But it's almost a sport. We got it here.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, then we have uh, boys and girls basketball in the kind of middle of the year, and then we round it out with uh, boys and girls softball and baseball in the spring. And it gives the kids something to do because, you know, it's really nice for them because there isn't always a ton to do in these rural area so a lot of kids who maybe wouldn't necessarily get involved in sports mm-hmm. do because it's a really positive activity looks really good on their resume and just gives yeah. them something fun to do yeah. and we have a really good really dedicated coaching staff that really pushes like character education and yeah. stuff and mm-hmm. helping people be the best kind of teammates mm-hmm. that they can be and, and plus like uh
1: yeah, um, you also uh, mentioned like one of the more interesting parts of like, where you live you're surrounded by a bunch of badgers and cheese heads
0: oh yeah <laughs> so this is Wisconsin the home of the badgers and the Green Bay Packers hey I gotta ask you something though.
1: now this is kind of like an inside joke for our fans out there but did you ever like meet the badger king
0: <laughs> thankfully I have never found him <laughs> I will find him, and I will only know true madness. Honestly, just tell that story. All right. So, so. so, one day, you know, freshman year of college, you're still trying to figure out what to do. I had been sleeping that well for a little while. I don't know if it was mold in my dorm room, too much coffee, the crippling existential dread of being away from home for the first time, or some mixture of that. I was already mm. tired, and then I completely fucked up and forgot to write a paper on the Russo-Japanese War that was due at 8 in the morning. So, you know, doing the college thing, I just brewed a pot of coffee. And I think midway through the night, I may have started just drinking out of the pot. (laughs) Skipping the cup entirely. That is, that is,
1: that is gangster. But you know
0: what? I finished the paper and I did end up getting an A on it. So that's good. How the heck? (laughs) I know apparently a lot about the Russo-Japanese War. But then, you know, I'm awake by the time it's done. Class is at like 8.30 and it's 7.45. So I just kind of managed to shamble my way and get some breakfast. And my first class of the day is business. I'm just sitting there. And I'm asked, how do you... And someone asks, how, would, how does this fit into Maslow's hierarchy of needs? And all I can think of... I may should keep my mouth shut, because part of my brain was screaming, this is not a normal answer, Zach. Maybe you shouldn't say it. Was badgers. So, so many badgers. So, and then I just proceeded to just take my stuff back to my room and wander around campus for a while, looking for the badger king. I then proceeded to call my mom and go, hey, mom, have you seen the badger king? And she just said, Go to bed, Zach. <laughs> I like how she just went,
1: like, to surprise She's like, Yeah, you're probably sleep proud. Just sleep.
0: <laughs> so I ended up just buying some melatonin or something. And I think I slept for about 14 and a half hours that night. Because I was very tired. <laughs> and I have never again seen the Badger King. But one day he may return for I me. mean,
1: the Badger King, I mean, you could make the case that's Aaron Rodgers. When oh
0: God, that's truly terrifying. Like one day, a spectral Aaron Rodgers will <laughs> appear in my window, coming to drag me away from my sins.
1: <laughs> oh no! Okay, no he's, just gonna, he's gonna do that to the Packers when they have to. It's time to pay
2: him. <laughs> God. Oh God. <laughs> We did it. That's the intro. <laughs> <laughs> One day a spectral Aaron Rodgers will appear. I know he's not I a badger.
0: I know he's not a badger, but he
1: plays in Wisconsin, so close enough.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I used to live in Madison, Wisconsin before I moved from my job. So, and on game days for the Badgers, it was just a rule of thumb oh, do you want to do things downtown? That is not going to happen. (laughs) Do something else. You are out of luck. Once I ended up downtown and somehow didn't realize that there was a game that day. I I don't know. I think I was like playing Magic the Gathering or going on a date. I don't actually remember why I was there. And like... Suddenly, I hear a lot of shouting from all the bars <laughs> along the main street, <laughs> and just thousands of people dressed in red Ooh. and wearing cheese hats come out, just chanting about the Badgers Wait, and singing on Wisconsin. Wait, the boy the cheese hats with the red? Yes, they just mashed them together at that point because most me. of them were very drunk. Because Wisconsin, <laughs> fair fair warning, has. A lot of drinking going on. And so all of the fans were heavily intoxicated. So,
1: Are we talking like beer fest?
0: Yes, it was basically a (laughs) festival in the streets. As the Badgers had won against a rival that I also don't remember at the time. Mm. But they were all very excited and filled the streets with many cheers of On Wisconsin. Definitely had to be someone from the Big Ten. Oh, it was. It was. And it was a good year. I was very happy for the Badgers. Still not entirely sure what happened, and my memories of how I got home are very hazy and sepia-toned, but...
1: (laughs) The Badger King King teleported you home. (laughs) Maybe,
0: Maybe he did, and apparently he also must have paid my parking bill. But, you know. yo. And then, of course, we have the Green Bay Packers. Ooh. Who, great team. They do well. No one from Wisconsin hurt me. I I said it, so. Uh-oh. I think it's a
1: great segue for what you was going to talk about.
0: And so, one time I'm out with a bunch of people at, at work, and I hear one of the funniest things I've heard the entire time I am in Wisconsin. <laughs> the sh- The Green Bay Packers playing the Bears on the TV in the bar. Apologize in advance, brother. (laughs) And uh, suddenly, Wisconsin scores a touchdown on the Bears. And every single person in the bar, including the bartender, including a couple of the random children who were in there. Again, Wisconsin bar at five in the afternoon. You might (laughs) see a few kids there, too. And, you know, suddenly everyone starts singing... A song that is written to the lyrics of the tune, sorry, of On Wisconsin, except it goes, the bears still suck, the bears still suck, they really, 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 really suck. Links in the description. (laughs) And it is entirely added with, and it, the song is changed every year for different people who are on the bears, and on the Packers, but the song remains the same year after year. after year. We got a reputation that's mostly based on luck. The Bears still suck. 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 They really, 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 really suck. Yes, the Bears still suck. my little, those are my experiences about uh, small town Wisconsin sports. And sleep deprivation. And I guess if anyone really wants to learn about the Russo-Japanese War, you can contact me through the podcast.
2: There'll be someone, we'll, someday we'll have some listener that is in the same
0: situation that doesn't want to meet the Badger King. Yeah, and they'll message me, and you know what, like a really strange, strange person, I will appear and tell them more stuff. <laughs> so, any hey, guys, you want to ask anything else about small-town Wisconsin sports? I don't, mm, I, I don't have anything, I mean, well,
1: um, how does the sports compare to, like, from the the old town Wisconsin you was in to compare, like, um,
0: Compared to, like, the this current one. So, I'd say people are way more in... I'd say people are really into it, but in sort of different ways. Where I am, it's kind of, like, small... It's like, people are really happy about being in a small town and supporting the local teams and stuff. And then, in Madison, it's more of a all-day block party with lots of drinking, lots of people wearing cheese hats, and lots of people... Singing about the bears still suck.
2: Previously on Dan vs. D. First comment from Darkest-1CoolCat. I kind of squinted and it caught my eye and I looked over and it said... Pillsbury football, and I was like, ooh, it's the art on the box that I want to call attention to. It literally is a picture of the Pillsbury doughboy in a football jersey diving to make almost an Odell Beckham Jr. esque <laughs> catch, right, just right, just barely crossing the plane into the end zone. <laughs> I will literally email Pillsbury and be like, why the fuck aren't your goddamn football cookies on the website? So, a long time ago, almost a year ago, actually, oh now gosh. that I'm thinking about it, uh, we did a segment about the Pillsbury football I, cookies.
1: Uh, I still can't believe all the, the events that transpired on this, man. I, I can't believe it, man. It's like your
2: obsession, yo. So... <laughs> Back way back when, I was really disappointed because I was trying to find just a picture of the box to show D. Because we, I think we were already taping and we didn't want to like stop and go all the way to the store just to just to look at football cookies.
1: <laughs> I would. I mean, I would have got me like a soda or something going go with it.
2: And I was like frantically googling <laughs> while we were taping, and I couldn't find it. And so I went to Pillsbury.com and I tried to find the football cookies on the website, and they weren't there, and I couldn't find them, and I was so disappointed. And so I literally. After we were done taping, I literally sent an email to Pillsbury Customer Service and asked them why the cookies weren't on their website, <laughs> <laughs> and they never replied, which, I mean, whatever, oh. fair enough, oh. uh, they probably knew I was trolling. But then, fast forward, almost a year, probably like 10 months later, mm-hmm. I just was over at D's apartment one day, and I was on his computer, and I, I, I didn't even what, know what possessed me to do this, but I was like, You're huh. obsessed, man. I wonder. I remembered those football cookies. And so I went to Pillsbury.com and I just typed in football. They're on the website. Hey, cu-
0: hey customer requests apparently work. You did it, so man.
2: Ta-ching. I'm choosing to believe in the reality in which it's my customer service email that inspired the head of the Pillsbury website to re-add the football cookies. <laughs> And it couldn't have anything to do with any sort of seasonal shifts in product lineup or anything like oh, that. Oh, I mean, no. Uh, so, I thought it would be very important to, uh, to, to leave them a token of my gratitude. Because, turns out, they allow comments and reviews on their website. <laughs> and uh, so, without, uh, without any sort of uh, further preamble, I'm going to ask D to read the comment I left them. I gave them five stars. It's from DVD with lots of E's. Uh, <laughs> too, easy, and, too easy in between each of those. <laughs> and uh, it's been rated as helpful once by me.
1: <laughs> okay. So, we going to do this?
2: We're doing this.
1: And Luke in the background, man, like, get a little of this, man. This this is this is crazy, man. Like, I like how my name is also attached to this, even though this was all you're doing. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> here it goes. Uh-huh. They did it. I was searching for this all over the internet almost a year ago and couldn't find it on this website. I looked high and low and eventually gave up and emailed Pillsbury Customer Service asking them to put the football cookies back on the website. I'm so glad they listened. These are so good. And the box art is among my favorite box arts of all time. Thank you, Hillsbury.
2: <laughs> Am I trolling? Am I sincere? You decide. I
1: think you have a problem with these football cookies. I think that's like you're like cocaine or something at this I, point.
2: I, I think the <laughs> only logical next step is to tweet at Pillsbury from our Twitter, which by the way is... Uh,
0: at DVD Sports Show with two S's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, now I might try to see if I can find Dan, like, off-brand Chinese knockoffs of these shoes on Alibaba.com. <laughs> <on> Alibaba.
2: <laughs> oh, <They'll>, <laughs> it'll just take
0: three months to get there. No bigs. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's the website. I find everything from uh, what is to small jewelry to... Heavy industrial mining equipment. I'm not. I'm not a shill for Alibaba.com. I just get bored late at when night I hear, and Google things on them.
1: When I hear Alibaba, I think of um, uh, this book I used to read, like The Adventures of Alibaba Bursting, because this guy like read the uh, you know, the book Arabian Nights, and he was tired of being like the third or fourth David in his like class, mm. so he decided to like you know unofficially like uh, change and go by like uh, Alibaba. Huh that was
0: actually a pretty good book
2: alright <laughs> anyways felt like you should all know that's a call out to God again a very very old episode um, that
1: was um, episode 4 football cookies yeah
2: thank you all for listening this has been kind of fun kind of a weird one it's been quite a while since we taped one of these some yeah they're, we they're, the reasons for that need need go without explanation. I was just saying, it's like just challenging times. We're humans.
1: We're not robots, so you know we we don't have the uh, the inability to feel human emotion
2: just yet. But um, that would be really nice. It if, was if that was an ability you could just turn on and off at will. Um, that would be kind of nice. But like uh,
1: um, I want to just drop a tidbit. You know, like, I guess sort of become like a little bit of a tradition last couple of episodes, like just like like a little like slight monologue, I guess um, I just want to say to, to everyone, our, our listeners like all five of you and that's being generous, <laughs> but any, any people who's like listening, whatever like a number greater than two yeah, um you know, life is hard, man and if people say otherwise then they haven't been, th- been through stuff yet in their lives um, I want to say that you know, regardless of how hard things get, you know there's there's always a brighter day. Um, there, there's there's always someone that might, that has it worse. But the thing is, like you don't like never downplay like the pain that you feel or the or the uh, the struggles that you're going through in life. Because um, like there's people that's there willing to help and there's people that's uh, uh, willing to listen and to help you get through like those rainy days. So like I just say uh, for people just going through their stuff, you know, stay true to yourself, stay strong, uh, don't be afraid to, you know, uh, you know, to seek out you know, a helping hand and whatnot, and then just, just keep grinding because you can't get through any any challenge if you stand still. You have to grind, grind it out. Like whether you're getting get a one-yard gain or like a, a ten-yard gain for a first down, just just keep pounding keep pounding and then eventually you'll you'll get uh, to that light at the end of the tunnel so just keep grinding and then you'll win
0: I like it and hey whenever life gets you down just remember the Japanese sunk the entire Russian fleet at the battle of Toshiro <laughs> no
1: I need to read that paper
2: <laughs> that was perfection um, it's been a real blast I uh the, doing this show has been catharsis for me over the last year plus. We never actually officially celebrated our, our one year anniversary of the show, so...
1: So, you're doing like a late celebration on our 13th episode! <laughs> uh,
2: this has been a very wonderful experience for me it and it's reconnected me with so many different people. All of the people in this room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, my dad, which we'll, we'll do another episode with him at some point. Kate wait for uh, Scott <laughs> it's, it's a blast I love doing it it's something that I might help me get a job like might help me like actually get a job doing this sort of thing at some point man. in my portfolio so it's uh it really is invaluable to me and I appreciate even if it is just a handful of you that are
0: listening I, I very much appreciate it we all appreciate it too man we all do vampire respects everyone to do their duty <laughs> <laughs> do your job. Oh my gosh, New England! <laughs> While I was wearing this shirt. I like weirdly looked at my own
2: chest. For a Anyways, I think that's it. Thanks, guys.
1: Mm. Yep, and um, I can only say like, oh man, yo. Do, do your line, man. That's like my favorite one. Of my favorite. Oh, parts I. Why do I forget that? I don't know. Saying, I love. Uh, I always remind you of it because like I just love it. That's like my favorite thing in the
2: podcast. Alright. <laughs> uh, in the words of the great uh, Allison in Chains singer, the late and great Alice in Chains singer, Lane Staley, I wish I could just hug you all, but I'm not going to.
1: But someday he will. And what's your like? What's your like? One line send off then?
0: The Empire expects everyone to do their duty. Admiral Togo, Battle of Tushima. Done.
1: Done. <laughs>
2: Peace, y'all. <laughs> There's the a podcast.
0: Mission parameters Euclid in effect. Carlos, Jackal, Sierra, Niner. Lethal parameters accepted.